G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. In our do-it-if-it-feels-good kind of world, self-control isn't something that we like to talk about all that much. But the reality is, self-control is really important if we're going to have a great life. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take a look at this whole self-control thing from a different perspective. If it feels good, do it. If anything, that can be the maxim, the motto of the world today. Let's face it, there is so much feel-good stuff to do these days. Why not? It seems that there's just about nothing that money can't buy. And hey, if it's not hurting anyone else, whose business is it if you do what you do or I do what I do? As long as it feels good. Now there's part of us, a part of me, that's just busting to sign up to that philosophy. The advertising industry is so good at putting a glossy image on it. We almost believe it. We want to swallow it hook, line and sinker. But, well, deep down, we know that Isaac Newton was right when he said for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Well, here we are on another Friday, and it's the last program in two weeks' worth, ten programs, where we've looked at something called the Fruit of the Spirit. If you've been with us over some of the programs, you know that I've been ranting on about the fact that, well, our lives aren't like trees. And this little old tree, if it's in good soil, can't help itself. It's going to grow tall and strong. And in the right season, it's going to bear fruit. And the Apostle Paul, a couple of thousand years ago, said, look, you know something? It's a bit like that with us. He said, the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, if we want to have a relationship with God, well, there's some fruit, and it's good fruit. It's love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's good fruit. And he said, but if you want to have a relationship with yourself, if you want to be selfish and just feed the human nature, you know, gratify ourselves, it feels good. Come on, let's pour it in. doesn't matter what it is, pornography or sleeping around with someone else's wife or eating too much or drinking too much. doesn't matter what it is. If it feels good today, just go ahead and do it. It's your right. And he says, you know, you're going to live your life like that. It doesn't work. There are consequences. Life falls apart. You know, God's not into that stuff. But then you look at the fruit of the Spirit and you think, hang on a minute, this love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, good. It's a bit of a mixed bag, really. Some of them I really want. I mean, love and joy and peace, oh, absolutely. I'll give those a big tick, but, hmm, not so sure about this patience thing. And self-control, oh, I don't know. But you take a close inspection of those bits of fruit, And there's two sides to each transaction. There's the receiving side and there's the giving side. And we love to receive love. And when you meet someone who's full of joy and full of peace, and when you meet a patient person, you think, wow, I want to be around them. Kindness, yeah, I'll take that. I'll I'll have some goodness from someone. I'll take faithfulness too. And by the way, if you have someone who's gentle, someone who's well-controlled, yeah, I'll take some of those. So we're happy actually to receive those from other people. But look at the other side of the ledger. 
and they can just be a little bit difficult for us to dish up ourselves. Mm, if I love someone, I have to love them through thick and thin. I don't feel like giving joy to some people, you know. Not some of the people I know. Peace. I'm not going to give peace to that person. Patience. I'm not going to be patient with that person. Kindness and goodness. Faithfulness. Oh, I can't stand that person. No, not giving them that. Gentleness. Self-control. No, I just feel like carving them apart. <laughs> so the fruit of the Spirit's a funny thing. We love to get all that stuff from other people. But dishing it out. Serving it up. Being a person like that for the people around us. Well, that's a different kettle of fish. When you look at what Paul's writing here about the fruit of the Spirit, he's talking about fruit in our lives. There's something about a tree that grows fruit. It doesn't grow fruit for itself. It grows fruit for other people. The fruit that Paul's talking about, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, is fruit that we grow in our lives, that other people benefit from when they come and pluck it off our branches. Hmm. I said at the beginning of this a week and a half ago that out of those nine different aspects of fruit, it seems to me the first and the last, love and self-control, a bit like bookends. I heard someone say that once, I think it was Joyce Meyer. And she said, look, love and self-control are like the bookends at either end that hold those other seven in the middle up. And you know, I, I think that's right. Self-control is control of ourself. Mm, it's not an ascendant philosophy these days. Not like hedonism, not like if it feels good, do it. But in a world that's full of consumers, where we just want to take and not give, I don't know, self-control might make a bit of sense. You look at food, you eat too much food, you eat the wrong type, you get heart disease, you feel sluggish, you feel tired, you get overweight, you have diabetes. Pornography, you look at the world view of pornography. Oh, well, you know, feels good doing it, not hurting anyone. Okay, pedophilia is wrong because that hurts people, but oh, just normal pornography is right. But the studies are showing today that there's an enormous loss of intimacy in marriages because of pornography on the internet. Anger. I mean, anger is a real problem in some people's lives. I have to have it my way. That destroys relationships. Arguments tear people apart. Jealousy and selfish ambition and, come on, which of those is your Achilles heel? Which one of those are you struggling with? In those areas, even though we might think, well, it's okay, you know, I can do what I want as long as it doesn't hurt anyone, deep down in our hearts, we know they're wrong. We know they don't work. We know that, that things like anger and arguments and jealousy and, and selfish ambition, they don't contribute to life. They rob us of life. And, and so in those areas, we need some self-control. In a sense, we can't have the other ones without self-control. You can't have joy when you're angry. You can't have peace when you're having arguments. A lack of self-control in one or more of those areas in life robs us of love and joy and peace. They are enemies of one another. I can hear someone say, but Bernie, you don't realise. This anger thing is like an addiction to me. I can't help it. It's like being... A heroin addict. Anger is no less destructive in life than heroin. People might think I'm a loony for saying that. But lives get ruined by anger. Families, marriages get ruined through anger and selfishness. Blind Freddy can see, actually, that the if it feels good, do it thing just doesn't work. 
It's time to grow fruit, good fruit, fruit that'll transform lives around us. Fruit that'll bless family and friends. And you say, but I'm powerless to change. And it's exactly the point. The self is out of control. The paradox is that self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. God wants to get inside us. God wants to change us. God wants us to know his love and joy and peace and patience and his self-control. He wants us to know a God who is slow to anger. And you know something? When we get in touch with that God, all of a sudden... He changes us from the inside. Come on, don't kid ourselves. We feed our human nature, we'll wear the consequences. But if we turn towards God through his Holy Spirit, we'll reap his eternal life. Don't think I've got it all together. I'm just one heroin addict showing another heroin addict where to get healing. The whole point is we can't do it by ourselves. That's the plan. That's why Jesus came. That's why he sent his Holy Spirit. He wants to change you and me from the inside out. We all like to think that at the end of the day, our lives on this earth will have weighed in to leave a lasting legacy of love in the lives of those whom we love most. Sad thing is, though, that all too often, we're too busy living life today to make that investment for tomorrow. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Discovering Your Legacy of Love. It's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you plant the sorts of seeds today that will still be bearing fruit when you're long gone. And at the end of each chapter, you'll find some life application questions to help you really think through and apply God's Word right into the realities of your life. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that it'll be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.